Welcome to the Just a Runners podcast. We're here to talk about all things running and racing on the Youngstown area's first running podcast. Here's your host and Youngstown Marathon Ambassador, Bruce McIntosh and Pico. Hello, uh, this is Bruce, and welcome to another episode of the Just Runners podcast. Uh, not really a lot of running this week, unfortunately, but uh, when I did get in, was pretty good, uh, all things considered. When we, uh, we and me, Greg and Don, went down to Canton, uh, participated in the uh, the NFL Centennial 5K held. It was uh, for some reason it was a virtual event. Uh, we had signed up when it was still live, and unfortunately, like everything else, has gone uh, virtual and had a cancellation. And so we go down there for some reason because we had been me and Greg had been down there before for a group run, and. It was uh, held in the parking lot of the Hall of F- Pro Football Hall of Fame. This one, there's a park below it, uh, Stadium Park, and that's where they were meeting up. And he had a course, uh, Jim Chaney, of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Marathon, and he was the race director for this race. Also, he went... He had set up a course for uh, people to show up to do a group run. Uh, there was about oh man, 20, 30 people there maybe uh, to show up and run their virtual uh, 5K, which started at the park. He went out and he had it marked. There was uh, chalk lines on the ground and there was uh, cones, the orange cones. Uh, there were on the left side, you made a left there, right side, make a right, and went out, and it was basically out and back, but at the end, there was a loop around the parking lot where the, uh, uh, McKinley Memorial is, uh, those that don't know, uh, there was President McKinley came from the area, so there's a couple libraries and memorials in this area, uh, sorry, I don't know more about it, and, so you did the loop around there and went back the same way. And basically, you just had to record your time, send it in for the virtual results. And, well, overall, I think uh, the three of us had a pretty good time. And all I'm going to say is anything put on by Jim Cheney, if you get a chance to do it, a race or whatever, it's usually a pretty good event. Uh, the medal was huge for a 5K finisher medal. Uh I guess with being virtual, these things are going they're going to have to upgrade the metal. I don't know if it was or not or if they were just uh really pushing this this event, but they had a nice metal uh football players on it and you know, it's the 100th year for the NFL with all their problems, but uh well, everybody's having lots of uh COVID related issues. So watch a game with uh, hardly any fans in the stand is very, very different. But uh, I'm not worried about that money-wise because they make so much money off TV. I'm sure the NFL will be fine. Then, uh, let's see here. The shirt. uh, The shirt's awesome. Uh, Very lightweight uh, design. It's black and really nice design on it. So I give that one, you know. Very top-notch event. But today, uh, well, yesterday, actually, it's Sunday. I'm finally getting around to getting this out. Uh, I've been working a lot. My job that pays for me to have this hobby of podcasting and my running hobby. But uh, I went and had it to Panera. I went old school here. The way I used to do my interviews, not on Skype and... Stuff. So we got our background music. Occasionally, it was I may have to talk to management at Panera. Their background music's a little loud than I like. Uh, I wonder if they'll change it for me. Doubt it. But anyway, 
Um, we went there. We recorded. Uh, had a nice time with Aaron Burns, a very good friend of mine, and talked about some non-running endurance events that she just uh, participated in. And we got into, we basically had a really great conversation. And I'm just going to go ahead and share it with you. And I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to, back to the Just a Runners podcast. Here we are again. Uh, this is your second visit uh, with Erin Burns. She was back here in February, I think it was. And now we're back to discuss it again. And I didn't think I was asking this at that time, but what's your favorite way to have pizza for our warm-up question? You did ask. Did I? You did. I, I thought I, I didn't think we started it yet. Uh-huh. Then we'll switch it up if I did it back in February. What's your favorite drink with pizza? Um, <laughs> well, I used to be, back in the day if I had pizza, I like to have a good Coke with it. Alcoholic. I was gonna say it's probably some sort of alcoholic beverage, something in a can, something fruity maybe. I don't think it necessarily goes with pizza, but uh, if not water, something alcoholic of some sort. Usually something fruity, not. Well, I know you're a wine drinker. Yeah. Maybe that would be the answer. Yeah. I knew you weren't gonna say beer. I, I try, you know. Um, during race season, I, I've tried really hard to cut back on alcoholic beverages, and so now that we're not racing, I've, I've had a couple here and there. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a different year for everybody as far as, uh, uh, but you still managed to get in, I guess uh, the big event we were talking about today was your 100 mile bike ride? Yes. So I did, um, I had signed up, John Doan, a friend of ours, had um, talked me into signing up on this team left hand. Um, and they, they're, I think the company that does like the, the beer is out of Colorado, so I believe that's where it originated from, but then there's team left handed all over the United States from what I understand. So this particular group in Ohio, um, does the, the Buckeye Breakaway Bike MS 100 mile event, but you can do different distances. I think you can do 25, 50, 100, and I believe it's a, normally a two day event. I have no idea what normally goes on because this is my first time doing an event like this. It would have really been my first just solo biking event. Yeah. Um, so they, they gave us some notice that we were gonna be virtual and I was okay with it. Um, I decided you had to raise money, you had to raise a minimum of $300, and I, I put it off because I don't like asking people for money. Yeah, it's that's really hard. Uh, and I didn't really know how to go about doing it, so I put it on Facebook, and I think within a week, let's just say a week, I had $1,000 um, between friends, family, co-workers, so it was it's really crazy to me and right now we're still technically fundraising and every once in a while I get a small donation of like maybe 20 bucks or so from companies that I have no idea how they found me. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of odd. I was talking to someone else about it and I'm like, how does this even happen? And they say they just search for people and then they donate money here and there. So I'm a little, I'm over $1,100 now and I believe it ends the end of this month. And this team did something kind of special. So if you did, a, if you biked 50 miles in in a day, you got a six pack of, of the left-handed brewery beer. If you did 100 miles, you got two six packs of the left-handed brewery beer. And they have different types. And then if you fundraise over $1,000, you also get a six pack of beer from wow. them. 
So, so far I've collected on two of them, and one of them was actually an eight pack. Um, they had, it was just this regular bike MS, I think it was called um, Wheel Goes Round or something, but it, the goes was spelled, um, maybe it was Goose, I don't know. Well, anyways, the beer was like a berry, berry ale or something, but it's actually pretty good. The name looks like it's for bikers. Yeah, and then... Um, Am I going to have to change the name this week to just a biker? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then they had Nitro beer, which I've never had before. And I gave away some, one of them was like a stout, and I think the other was an IPA, and I knew that I didn't like either one of those, they're too dark for me. Yeah. So I actually gave those away to a family member who I knew would enjoy them. And then the rest, I've slowly, like I've had, Brandon and I both had a can of the same one, and I can't remember what it was. The second one I had was like a, a pina colada wheat beer. It was okay. I'm not a beer person, so it's yeah. not. I remember we did a race one time and you did drank a beer and the look I on your face it? was yeah. just... Oh, it's not, it wasn't, not a fan, but no. I'll drink it. And, you know, I, I earned it, so I thought maybe I'll, I'll try to enjoy some of it myself. And then I'm saving the cans. One of the one of my family members in Michigan have really good friends that um, have done the race or volunteered the race for years because her dad had MS and had passed away yeah. fairly young from it so she had asked me to save some of the cans she'd been looking for some uh, so I'm saving some of those cans for her but anyway so we did uh, we did it virtually you could do it you had the whole week to do it so from that Sunday before to that Saturday the day that I biked my 100 miles you could have done anything and you could add up your miles they had um, some sort of competition for that as well. I think they kind of made it their own. The team did. Bike MS was not. You did it all in one day, right? I did it all in one day. I think I biked. Were you by yourself the whole way? The whole way. The entire time. Um, what happened was we were all set to go Saturday and they actually had my coach, Caitlin, and then um, a teammate, uh, Deb Carnes. She was going to, they were both going to bike 60 miles with me. I don't know if Deb was going to do the whole thing, but Kate was going to bike 60 miles with me. And then I was going to pick up another um, Steel Valley Tri member, Kathleen Deering, was going to do the last 40 with me. So I was set. I had some, I had company the whole time. And then that morning it decided to rain. And um, it was gonna rain for a good portion of that day. So the rain kind of started in the south. So we were supposed to go south of where I live. I'm like, well, this doesn't make sense. We're gonna be in the rain basically the entire time. And I'm not really a confident road rider in inclement weather. I've only yeah. been biking for two years. So I thought, doesn't sound good and, and cars aren't looking for bikes when the weather's inclement so I thought this isn't really safe how can I get this done because I have to get it done today so I decided that uh, the bike path starting in Champion would be my next best option it didn't look like it was the rain was going to come that way for a little while I thought maybe I'll have a, a couple of hours to dry so I, I packed up my stuff and I told the girls, I said, you know, thank you for offering to ride with me, but I'm going to have to do this, you know, up north and it's too far for them to drive and, you know, it's kind of, it was my thing. So yeah. um, I set out, I picked up all my stuff, I put it in the car, got all my nutrition and headed to Champion. And then when I got to Champion, I took a couple pictures just of my jersey um, buckeye breakaway didn't provide jerseys but the team did so i had a left-handed cycling uh, jersey and i took a couple pictures and then i headed out and my goal was i was gonna go 20 miles north towards the lake and then turn around and i'd have 40 miles by the time i got back to my car because i can only carry two bottles on my bike right yeah. now as it is uh, so when I got to what would be uh, 20 miles up, I said, boy, I still feel good. I still have a lot of nutrition left. It was still dry. And I knew I could go about 10 more miles before the trail ended. And I thought, how nice would it be when I got back to my car that I had 60 miles done instead of just 40. 
So I headed all the way up and I got almost to the end of the trail. Turned myself around and I felt really good. And by the time I got back to the car, well, halfway back to the car, it started sprinkling. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And I'm like, well, sprinkle's not that bad. It was a nice cool morning. I bet you it was like 60 some degrees. So I'm like, I'll take a little sprinkle. This isn't bad. And I kept like bargaining with myself and Mother Nature, like, just give me a little bit longer. Let me, you know, let me get back to the car. You know, I'll take the sprinkle, give me the sprinkle. It's not a big deal. <clears throat> and I pulled over at one of the intersections and I looked at the radar and I said, oh man, here we go. So unfortunately it started actually raining um, and I still had 15 miles or so back to the car. I think it was around mile 45-ish. Um, I'm like, well, it is what it is. And I pulled over underneath one of the pavilions with like maybe seven miles to go. And um, just kind of looked to see if, how long it was going to last. And unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't going to end anytime soon. So I got back on my bike and uh, I think I let my husband know that, you know, hey, it's raining, but I'm, I'm doing okay. And, I got back to my car and I got more nutrition and um, kind of dried myself off for a minute and then headed back out and I went. My goal now was, because it was raining, was not to be too far away from the car in, in case uh, it turned to be thunderstorms. So what I did was I went up uh, like seven and a half miles out from the car and then turned around so I had 15 miles by the time I got back. So I did that twice. And then the last 10 miles, I decided when I got back to the car, I was gonna go south towards Warren. So I knew Warren had a jaunt in the road somewhere along the way, but I thought, well, let me just, just for something different, go the other way. So I went south and when I came back north, um, almost to the car. I still had a couple more miles to go, but two of the Steel Valley Tribe people um, were sitting in the rain underneath an umbrella with uh, signs that said, Go Aaron, and uh, congrats on your first 100 miles. So um, Kim and Dave actually came out and wanted to make sure that somebody was there to celebrate, and that was, that was super special. Um, so I told him, I said, I have a couple more miles. I'll you know, be back in a little bit. So I went up and uh, turned around and I finished I mean, basically right before the parking lot and hit the 100 miles. And they said, well, how long have you been riding in the rain for? And I said, well, it's been four hours and some changes. It took me six hours and, I don't know, six hours and 14 minutes. Actually, average pretty good for riding in the rain and not being very confident to ride in the rain. Um, and I felt really good. That's the, that's the other part that kind of surprised me. Like I felt like I could have kept going had it been a dry day. I I don't maybe I would have done more. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is that Chattanooga, the first time you went 100 miles? Yeah. So before this, I had only ever biked up to around 60 miles. Both the half Ironmans that I've done were 56 miles, and I think one of the training runs or rides was either 58 or 60. And then Brandon and I did the bike path one year, and we went up and back, and it was about 60 or 62 miles, and that's been a long time yeah. uh, since I've done that. So I wasn't really sure what to expect out of my legs. I had a different type of bike. I had my tri bike out there. Um, I wasn't sure how I'd feel after the end of it or the next day for that matter and I was really quite pleasantly surprised. So um, I'm sure I owe a lot of that to my coach, um, Caitlin, who um, got me ready for it. She knew that I had it coming up. I had asked her, like, hey, one of my friends wants to do this bike MS event. It's 100 miles. It's in the beginning of August. I think it'll fit in with my training plan. What do you think? And she said, yeah, just you know, just go for it. So, um, had Chattanooga still been going on, it would have been the first of my couple hundred mile rides. Yeah. So, I, but I did that one and then I backed off quite a bit from that ride. I haven't done anything probably more than 
40 miles since then, I think, just because there's no need to do that right now. I would like to do it again next year and actually go to the event. I've heard a lot of great things about it and you know I, I can't imagine what it would be like to be around people for, <laughs> for six hours and I'll tell you that um, you know, I, it might help yeah yeah I'm sure it would pass the time away quick but really and truly to me I thought you know there was never a doubt in my mind that I was gonna do the hundred miles regardless of what the weather was like because I, I had that goal, I couldn't let myself down, I couldn't let people who I'd raised the money for, you know, let down, and um, everybody told me, you're, you're crazy, I can't believe you did that by yourself in the rain, and I said, you know, I kind of thought about, like, what it would be like on race day. Yeah, I'd have people around me, or at least I, I hope, um, but essentially, you don't have music, you're not really talking to anybody else because you're, you're putting out a consistent, you know, race effort. It's It was kind of like that mental toughness challenge that you have to have as an endurance sport yeah. athlete anyway. So it's I just really not like, safe to listen to music. And I don't know. I mean, if you're going at a good pace and you're on a bike, you're not going to really be able to hold a conversation. Right. Yeah. I mean, I probably, because it rained, I probably could have gone faster had it been drier but oh yeah um, you know I, I felt those tires on those bikes were so skinny and slick and but I just didn't want to take a chance and do anything stupid and you know risk me not being able to complete what I set out to do that day but people told me I was nuts and can't believe you did this and one of the guys that I've seen a couple times says I still can't believe you did that all by yourself in the rain it's like I feel like I didn't have I didn't give myself any other option besides to just do it so yeah I well apparently you had people signed up because I didn't think you were going out by yourself and then when I saw it on Facebook and I go I admit, I was surprised when you were doing it alone yeah. all by yourself and I was like man that's that's a long way to it is, it is, but I would do it again. I wouldn't change anything that I did. Um, maybe started earlier, but I think I started as early as I could, really, as soon as the sun came up, I think is what I set out to do. That way it wasn't too hot when I got done. I knew it would take me over six hours to do it. So I'm sure it was even longer than that because I stopped in my car a couple times for fueling and yeah. stuff like that. So. That's a long way to go, no matter how you're going yeah. or doing it, or on a bike or not. And it's not really a speed thing, so you have to. No, I mean, I, mean I, I, I figured you could do it from your being able to do triathlon, di yeah. half Ironman, and things like that. So yeah, it's a you know I wasn't scared of the distance so much as I was of kind of an idea of what, how I how fast I wanted to do it yes but then you know the rain plays a factor and uh, I wasn't sure how I'd feel after either and I you know I thought I'd really feel drained and um, I think I was just on a high from actually <laughs> completing it and knowing that um, I had pushed myself to do something that everybody else probably would have just said you know when the rain started as soon as you got back to the car I'm, I'm done for the day um, I could have brought it in, I could have done some miles outside and then came home and did the rest on the trainer and stayed relatively dry and I chose to just stick it out there. I, I don't think I would have changed that. Yeah, I've heard of the event. I know there usually it's people. I've never been to it. So. Yeah, lots of bikers, I guess. I, I've never been to one. I've seen um, a couple of our friends have done it. I think Erica's done it a couple of times. Um, but I've never actually been to the event, so I'm hoping that I'm going to do the same thing <laughs> next year. Same team. I really liked um, their camaraderie, even on just social media. It was uh, pretty good. It was neat to see everybody kind of get out that day or that week and, and put in the miles and, and raise the money. And, um, they're actually one of, I think they're a top 10 uh, contributor to Bike MS as far as uh, funds raised pretty pretty That's, big group yeah sounds like it yeah 
Yeah. You did really good fundraising, so maybe you're better yeah. at it than you thought. <laughs> I had no idea that I would get that kind of response. So I am very appreciative and thankful. And, and you were one of the contributors, you and Maria. Um, so thank you guys again. You're welcome. It was crazy how, how quick it came in. And I, like I said, I don't like asking for, for money from anybody. That's not something that I really have ever done. But it was it was a neat, humbling experience, I guess. Yeah, that's something I've never really tried to do very much of. And, or I've done things and just kind of put it out there and didn't really push it. And yeah, yeah, I really didn't either. I just kind of posted it. And I think a couple people reposted it for me. And it just... That was enough for it to do what it needed to do, I guess. So I kept getting messages from people, raise your goal, raise your goal. So as soon as I would beat it, I'd raise it again. And then when I got to a thousand, I said, you know what? You know, I, I could keep pushing it and I probably could have gotten more, but I said, boy, a thousand dollars is a lot of money for one person who didn't really put forth the effort to do it. And not that I think anything lightly of MS or don't, you know, don't think that they deserve to have the most money they could, but um, I also didn't want to be very pushy with asking, you know, for donations, so yeah, I, I kind of capped it there, and, you know, if they trickled in, they trickled in, and I'd, you know, be thankful for each one of them, but, um, and anybody who was a big contributor, I, I sent um, a personal thank you card to, instead of just a thank you on Facebook or in person, uh, because I, I really appreciated them going kind of above and beyond what I thought would have been, you know, normal. a basic normal donation. So, kind of surprised by some for sure, but very appreciative. Yeah, I think they went great for you, especially when you can still wear your, you blew your goal yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we need bigger goals for you. <laughs> maybe next year, maybe I'll set the bar first at a thousand and see where we go from, go there. from there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, running and biking and triathlon, uh, do you have any goals? I know there's a bad thing to say. Yeah. Th this year it's been really rough. You, you're not really doing it other than that 100 mile or? No. That so was, was more about raising the money. Yeah, that, uh, that was the last big thing that I did. So now it's kind of, as my coach should say, <laughs> we're having fun. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, uh, for triathlons, this is the off season. Yes. You know, running doesn't really have an off season, so it's kind of weird to think about it that way. There's a little bit of time in the winter that yeah, might where you don't find as many races. People like me don't have an off season right. for running. Yeah, and I never did that before either. I always could find races in the winter, and I would, oh, yeah. you know, definitely do them because they're fun. Um, this is what they call, I guess, the off season. So right now I'm just having fun. Um, the workouts are very relaxed. And I really don't know when that's going to end necessarily. I'm just kind of letting it play out because I'm not um, fighting at the chops for any races. I'm not signed up for anything. Uh, besides Chattanooga, again, Ironman Chattanooga is, is on the docket for September. That's next year. Um, but I'm kind of worried because you know, they're saying that things won't be back to what we quote-unquote call normal until quarter three of 2021, which would be, um, you know, what would that be? December, November, October, so September, uh, July, July, July of next year. So, and I think they said the end of quarter three. From, I think that was a CNN thing, or CNBC, that I saw an article on. So, you know, if I were to do out-of-town races and they get pushed again to the following year, do I want to worry about that? No. Um, I think that, you know, if some local races kick off next year, I, you know, I might I think like about, you know, seeing if those are something that I could work towards, but I don't, I'm not signing up for anything, unfortunately, and I don't, I just, I don't know. I understand, because I have a little bit of hesitation to sign up for anything, and we're, I've been talking about signing up and doing the, uh, the Hall of Fame, we can't again, 
uh, like I was supposed to do this year. Right. And we went virtual. Just, I still got another virtual marathon coming up. I don't know how I'm going to get through that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, that, that, that could be interesting because I know when I did last time and it kind of worked, but uh, I had some problems at the end, but I know what, I know what they're from now with the yeah. AFib. Yep. So I'm going to try to do it again and I'm going to start off easy and do a walk run the whole way and hope, hopefully it'll work out yeah. and if I get feeling as bad as I did that time I may drop out this time and I've never even considered that before now but yeah I, I, I view this as a temporary thing hopefully right hopefully I'm starting medicine now so I'm hoping that controls it and I think I was doing a little better today because I did that 5k the centennial 5k today and I ran it hard but only a few times did I think I might have had the AFib kicking in because running does is one of the triggers right when you're doing something to get your hurry and other than that I felt pretty good but I've only been taking the medicine for two days I started it Thursday morning so I'm thinking maybe after I have it in my system for a couple a week two weeks it'll right. be more effective so how, how long do you have before Akron we are doing it October 3rd Okay, so you're a little bit more than a week away. Two weeks away. Weeks. Two weeks away. So I'm hoping by then... Maybe um, you'll feel a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah, that stuff that normally doesn't take a while to just kick in. It usually starts really. right away, I would think. So you might feel I thought it might... I mean, I, I have not been having as many palpitations uh, in general. Just... just and I'm not even sure that's what it was. I'm just, maybe I'm being overly cautious. And oh, I think that's probably the best way to approach that. Because when I was running today, like I said, I thought I felt something a couple times, but I didn't have my chest strap on. Well, actually I did, but it didn't do me any good because my watch was dead. We're having all kinds of technical difficulties today. Yeah, today's Sorry, not- my, morning. <laughs> yeah, this is, I, we got there and then we're in the wrong place. And then, I, and I had realized my watch wasn't coming on, and I realized, and I started thinking, I probably went home, and I haven't run since Wednesday, and I bet I didn't turn, it must not have turned off. And I was like, Bruce, who are you? You didn't run since Wednesday? I'm working 12 hour shifts. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, come home and get something to eat and go to bed, huh? There's not much more to it than that right now. I've been trying to do a few things, and if I. Getting to work at 3 a.m. is no fun. Yeah. yeah. Are just, you having to do that much more? Huh? I'm on it again next week. I'm hoping it starts slowing down. That's why I've, I was doing pretty good on the podcast, trying to keep up on the week. And right now, I'm like, nah, it's going to have to be on the weekends or. Yeah. To, oh. But actually, actually, the first week in October, I'm on vacation, so maybe I'll do it a little bit then. Oh, are you going anywhere? Or are you staying home? I, I'm staying home. Maria's it's not off. Okay. And it doesn't mean I can go anywhere. <laughs> this is true, but no races to go to. There's no races to go to. The whole point that I took off for, and I didn't even sign up to do it virtually, I replaced it with Akron, was uh, the Wine Glass Marathon. Oh, that would have okay. been that Sunday. Okay. And I had taken the next week off so I could be available to do it. Never signed up because of everything that happened. Oh, yeah. And now, and I never changed my vacation, so I said, I'm just going to take it. Yeah. That's what we did. We so um, this actually this next weekend would have been Iron Man Chattanooga for me. Oh. So um, people started posting. So last year with um, Kate and a couple other people that I know did it, um, the heat index was up over a hundred. Oh. And um, the race is predicted to be only 80 degrees with the low I think 64, which would have been nice weather to race in. A little well, warm during morning. the day, but uh, nice weather considering it's the bottom part of Tennessee. Yeah. And we're not going to get to do it. So hopefully the weather next year is just as nice as it would have been for this year. So instead we're going to go hike the, the Pennsylvania Grand Canyon. That's what okay. we decided we're going to do in, in place of that. I kept my vacation and said let's just go somewhere and do something. So, yeah. so that's what we're doing. Yep, so I might just 
use it for well it's gonna be it was supposed to be a recovery week from a marathon so maybe it'll still be that yeah and with all the medical problems i was having with the afib going to the doctor i thought about if i had to have anything done which is still a possibility yeah i was going to save that week for it but now it, he wants me he doesn't want me he told me I'm supposed to go back to the doctor in three months okay. after taking the medicine and see how it reacted over the, all that. Yeah, if that took care of it. So that's getting me all, all the way to like next December. Year. Yeah, almost next so year. So I wasn't. Might as well use it up. So I'm using it up. I'll find something to do. Yeah. And I, I do. I'm starting it off by running a marathon, a virtual marathon. And I'm trying to make it as fun as possible. I'm trying to get as many people out to come out for some miles. Hopefully you'll show up. Yeah, October 3rd would be... It's a Saturday. You're not good for running on Saturdays. I'm not, though. but I can always... I can switch it up sometimes. Maybe, Maybe I can bike through the park and see my, you guys at some point. My wife's, on the weather. <laughs> my wife's going to set up the water stop again. Okay. So if you come through the park, you can just go up there and get some water. Okay, that'll be um, good. And I got some... I know... We got a few other people doing it with us. Me and Greg are doing the marathon. Okay. And yes, it's the hundred dollar pair of sunglasses. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. But I, I've got the box at home. I looked at everything and I'm like, I can't wear the sunglasses till after I run the oh, race. Oh yeah, it's kind of like. It's one got of a those. nice shirt, socks, glasses. They all match. They're all blue. That's cool. I even bought some blue. Uh, I bought a thing of blue streamers so we can lay that down oh, for the neat. starting line because it's supposed to be the blue line remix. Right, so right. I'm trying to figure out some ways just to make this a fun virtual. And there you go. Hopefully we, a few we more go people along come. And, like draw a white or a blue streak along the whole course for you guys, kind of like what they do for the Akron Marathon. You can well, follow the blue line. Well, if you want to do that, I'll, I'll help you get the chalk. Okay. Of course, it's a about that, depending look, on the weather. <laughs> at least it's not 26 miles. You'd only have to do it for like five or so, right? Well, if you just do, you wouldn't. If you just, well, the whole loop is 8.7. Oh. Okay. But you're actually doing out and back on the one oh. side, down Newport. Well, across the street, yeah. go across the bridge, down the Canfield Road, and that's the other side of Newport, and yeah. back, same okay. way. So you don't have to go. That would save you some time. Oh, yeah. And okay. then the other side, you go up the bike path, and you cut across the bridge at uh, Overflow. Yep. And then you loop around up to 224 and back down. Okay. I made sure we went that way, because I don't want to have to... I'm not going to run on 224 and not face traffic. I'm not going to yeah. run with traffic. Yeah. But uh, to do that... Blue line. Okay. I mean, that's only let's see, two. I mean, maybe five, six miles. Okay. <laughs> well, get your bike. Get is. your bike. Maybe get some sort of stick to hold I your know, chalk. I was just thinking about. I'm like, it would be super easy if we could, like, you know, when we were kids, you know, you stuck like something in the, the wheel to make it go. I bet you you could stick something to kind of hold a piece of chalk and maybe. I don't know. Well, Probably wouldn't be very, uh, it wouldn't have a lot of pressure to it, so it might be uh, light, but. It doesn't have to be perfect. This is true. Well, I, I just bought one thing of streamers just to put along the starting line, and I told my wife, you're going to have to hold it so when we come across this, every. Yeah. When we finish the marathon, you got to have that so we can break the tape yeah. at the end. Now, is, is Greg planning to run like his own marathon, or is he running it with you? Or? I think he's up in the air about it. He may okay. go a little bit harder this time. So. Is he, he um, as far as like, how are you guys doing with uh, like a training plan? Or We haven't really had one. We're both way, basically way underprepared for this. Okay. We've I was going to say, I'm like, I can't remember you guys saying... I mean, you have put in some miles for sure, but I'm thinking like, you know, the big 20 miler. We never really did some, we got into the teens. We never really hit any like 18 or 20. Yeah. Well, who's to say? I mean, the last time I did, We've been I did running Detroit, I never ran 20. I think I had only ran. We've been running consistent and that whole tennis disease thing, we were doing a lot of yeah, miles that, and that true. ended and kind of backed off after that. But the last couple of weeks, but I think we're, that's why I said, we're just gonna go out, we're just gonna get the time in and get it done. And okay, all right. We'll need like a, a guest uh, podcast host so that you guys can all <laughs> talk about your experience. And then um, our friend James is coming up on his He's half marathon goal. The 24th. Yeah, right after that. So lots of fun things kind of happening for you guys. 
Oh yes. Uh, I'm I'm itching to sign up for something. I just I don't want to do it. And I, and I, I don't know I what have, to do. <laughs> well, I really miss the racing, but as of right now, down in Massillon, the Made in America Half Marathon that I've done twice is still going on live. Okay. And I'm real tempted. I'm going to decide within a week or so whether I'm doing it, signing when up. Is, and, when is that? It's November 2nd or 3rd. I'll have to check it out. Are they capping it at a small number? Or? I don't know. I'll have to check. It's. They may have some... Wow. There's going to be some adjustments for COVID, of course. But yeah. I think they're mask at the starting line and they might send it out in waves but okay. it's uh first three or four miles are on the road with some hills and then you hit the towpath and you do like out and then you finish at the center so it's pretty good race i've done it twice we've liked it i did it with bob a few years back and then me bob and joe went down and did it i think it's probably too late for me to think about doing a half marathon responsibly right now. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, if we're going to be responsible and well-trained, that's a whole other story. Yeah, I mean, uh, I could always do it for fun, but the risk of injury, like, I just don't have, I don't want to have the time to have to recover and, you know, push back any good training that I could have for the Ironman event. That's... That's my big thing. If it's, it would be crushing to me to not be able to go all out. Yeah, to, to do that race and, and finish it and be able to call myself an Ironman because I don't. Right now, I don't have plans to do another one because <laughs> they're just they're time-consuming and expensive. It's just not. I just can't see myself doing that. Oh, like over and over and over again. Yeah, they. Um, Maybe the shorter ones, but yeah, the yeah, half Ironman. It's like to me that would be the equivalent of marathon versus half marathon. Like I would do the half Ironmans all day long. They're still expensive, <laughs> but um, not nearly as expensive as the Ironman, and not nearly the level of training unless you're trying to qualify for a Kona spot or. You know, placing your age or something. You know, yeah. I just I'm a middle of the road kind of person, and I I'm okay for the most part being that. I don't have any ambitious goals to even try for anything more than that right now. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure everybody says you know, just like when you run your first mar marathon. I don't ever plan to do this again. And you know, here you are. You know, 13 mm, marathons. 12. I, I sometimes put that asterisk in there and say it like, well, I did 12 on a virtual, but yeah. it's 13. Yeah, you still got one ultra and everything, so I think it counts. I can, I'm going to count it. I did 26.2 miles. Well get out of that, help of that unlucky 13 and move on to 14. Yeah. We're moving on to 14. Yeah. 13 was, was, took me a, it was a tough one to get through. To. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot yeah. of trouble on that one. I think that's part of the reason I would not give up last, even though. That last one, you're like, I, I've got all day to do this. Let me just finish it out. Let me just finish it. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. knowing you. we're kind of undertrained and for going into the Akron one, and it's two weeks away, so we really don't have time to go on it's any. Paper time. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go in, do the run, walk, and get see through what it. And happens. See yeah. what happens. Hopefully the weather is good for you. It's October. It's getting cool. I mean, it's perfect. Like this morning would have been perfect running weather. It was. We yeah. did run this morning. Yeah. So, but that's what I mean. I thought it was a great day. It would, if they had had this event live, it would have been a great day to go run that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it's 2020, and we got to just. I'm hoping we get somewhat back to normal next year and a lot of these events start coming back. I hope so. I keep telling Brandon, like, I can't wait to see the first cruise go off because, you know, we've got a cruise plan for March of next year, paid oh. for and everything. And I don't know, it's not looking so good, but I don't know where else I'm going to stick a vacation for that in next year. Like, if we get refunded or onboard credit towards another cruise, like, where do I stick that in at? I don't know. Just for it to be canceled again the same year or... Take it the week after your Chattanooga. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good time to take it, but I don't think work will let me take that much time off. 
That's the problem. Oh. We'll see. We'll just kind of wait to see. I mean, just some signs of normalcy, you know, just, but it, I don't see it. I don't want to be pessimistic, but I just don't I'm trying it. to stay optimistic about it, but the, I mean, there's a few races and it's, and some of them are making a lot of changes just to right. get them off. And, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I think if they can get that stuff figured out in the cities and, um, you know, the ordinances kind of give the permits out and they, like, you know, now that some have gone off, they can learn from each other and, like, what to do, what not to do. Um, I think we'll start to see some of the races come back in smaller I think there's going to be a limited, even the races that go off are going to have have to keep their numbers limited maybe because right. some of those huge races boston new york yeah i'm wondering boston, if they're gonna have to cut their fields boston alone so that's you know early april we're, yeah i feel like we're close to it we're still far away from april yeah next year i mean you think i think about it, april you think about spring and we haven't even gotten into the fall fall starts next week right i think yeah, yeah. so we haven't even gotten to fall but like I, I keep thinking about like the distance classic. You know, that's our first big local half marathon of the year. Yeah. And I'm like, are they gonna? What are they? What are they? Are they gonna have it? That, are they gonna know? be able to pull off? The, some of, like I said, some of them. I think you're gonna see more wave starts. Yeah. And maybe they're gonna have to, because you know awards have always been given out according to clock time. They may have to. Say yeah. well, we got to send them out in waves, so we're gonna have to go by chip time or something for yeah. the awards. I mean, maybe they're sending out the fast people up front, but maybe. still, it's not. Yeah, but you think about like so the Fellows Riverside always posts all the runners inside because it's March and it's cold, and so yes. how do you fit? I don't even know how many people they normally have because they need the five, five k, the half. They get the half of a five mile or Oh, and, now it's a five mile. Yeah, they switched right. it last year. So, how do you fit all those people in there without breaking the social distancing aspect of things? So, yeah, I'm that's going to be that's going to be a tough one. Yeah, I think some of the races are going to have to make some changes, at least for a year or two, to yeah. really pull this off. And Mill Creek, they're not meeting again. Everything's closed for Mill Creek until January 11th, 2021. Um, that's the next time that they're going to meet. So oh. it's like, they, they've already said this year is they're not opening anything. So, you know, yeah, this it's going to be a, a quick call for them whether they're going to be able to race or not. Well, if you want a chance to build up a good base of miles, this is it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you may be base building for a long time. But. Yeah, people are, are getting stir crazy, I think. I, I know I'm one of them. I, I, I want to look for a I race think, so bad, but... I think that's part of the reason I... There's two reasons, I mean, with the virtual races. One, it gives you something to do, and you can go out yeah. and do it at your own. I mean, for, I mean as far as... Like the way I set up my route for the marathon, I did it where I did it, for, you know, so we can have water stops and the convenience there, and we didn't want too many hills. Right. But uh, I mean, that's what I mean. If you virtual, there's good and bad. I mean, plus I like to try to support some of these events and charities. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the charities are going to be hurting because they're used to having all these events to, right. to support them, and some of these races, if they don't get they don't do something they may not be able to come back yeah yeah that's that's really rough for sure it's like the virtual 5k i did today uh we went down a group run and jim cheney put it on and i wish i brought the medal because that thing's bigger than a lot of yeah i saw the picture this morning it's and huge looking. it's huge it's heavy and it's one of the i've never seen a five most 5ks don't even give uh, metal, metals, yeah. but since especially with it being virtual, uh, but I think that was a lot to do with because it was the NFL centennial, yeah. And I'm like, can't they, not celebrate that, yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think part of the reason they it's so big, I mean, with it being virtual, if you don't get a rave or good metal, who's going that and you don't have trying the interest to interest in it, yeah. That's what a lot of the virtual, before virtual racing became big this year, all the virtual events 
I shouldn't say all of them, but a lot of them always gave medals, depend, like not depending on your distance. You got one whether you did a 5K, 10K, half marathon, whatever distance. So I think when people went virtual that had to go virtual instead of in, in person, they had to give something to entice people to, to do it. Yeah. You know, you got to have some sort of incentive. And what's more incentive than a big old medal <laughs> to show off and say that you did something. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, if you got a nice shirt and nice medal, I think they're still going to get the people going out to do some virtual races. Yeah. Even in Boston, I mean, I think at first when they were going virtual, I think there was some people were upset about it, but it sounds like they did pretty good as far as taking care of their the people that did it virtually. Oh, I'm sure they did. It's such an yeah. iconic race. I can't see them not taking care of it. Okay, well... I don't want to take up too much of your time. You want the cool down question? I just came up oh, with this okay. this week. Yeah, sure. <laughs> After last week, I thought of it. Okay. I said, I got a warm up question. Maybe I should do a cool down. All right. What's uh, name a race that's on your bucket list? Obviously, it won't be this year, but. Oh, man. A race that's on my bucket. Oh, that one's easy for me. That's Boston. Boston. Um, I, and I want to qualify running it. Um, not by charity, so that's that's my goal. Um, don't know if it's necessarily short term. It's probably more of a long term goal right now. That's that's easy for me, Boston. Boston, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for being on, and thanks for having me. I'll have you back again sometime soon. All right. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks for listening. Please uh, leave a rating review to help promote the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. We'll be back.